welcome to Soap and Mirrors, the podcast all about public toilets with me, Shivani. And me, Steve. And this week we are bringing to you space. Well, That's right. I, don't know, I don't know if we're bringing space. Toilets from space. Toilet and, and much more. <laughs> or maybe not that much more. Does it get more than that? <laughs> space is everything. Yeah, we, we are in space. I just, it's mind blowing that we are on a, we are on a rock hurtling through space. And sometimes you're on a toilet on that rock hurtling through space. And sometimes some people aren't even on a rock. They exactly. are hurtling <laughs> through space in a tin can, sitting on a can. Ha 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 ha. It's not really a tin can though, isn't it? It's a bit, much bigger than a tin can. A bit bigger. Anyway, yeah. we'll get to that. What do we got first? Well, something that I wanted to uh, bring over from season one of Soap and Mirrors was your suggestion of finding out what the word toilet is in other languages. Okay. Remember we left off in uh, the last episode? Yeah. So I've got something that's, uh, I wouldn't say tenuously related to space, but let's see if I can give it a go. I'm going to say the word. You're going to guess the language. Does that sound okay? I've already got a guess in my head, but go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I kind of gave it away, didn't didn't I? Okay. So it's, uh, sorry for anyone who speaks this language. Wait, can I say, oh, I don't think, can I say my guess first? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Actually, no, go on, go on, go, go on. I was going to say Klingon. Ah, well, let's see if you're right. So the word is, sorry for uh, the butchering of the pronunciation, by the way, it's Jatana. Klingon? <laughs> it's not Klingon. Russia. It's not Russian. Is it a different alien language? <laughs> I mean, not that I'm saying that Russia is an alien language. <laughs> it's, it's not an alien language. No, it's a language spoken here on Earth. I give up. Oh, so you're in the, in the right area of Russia in the sense of uh, geography. Is it Kazakhstan? It, it is, it is. It's Kazakh. Very good. Yeah. So why did, why, for our listeners who might not know, why do you think, why did I choose Kazakh? I get it now. Is that's not, that's where they, they launch a bunch of uh, spaceships from, don't they? Yeah. And, and people, people in the spaceships. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So the, uh, from the Baikonur Cosmodrome, which is now in Kazakhstan. Cool. Yeah. So that I, I'm really, I don't know if that's how you say. I, I, I had to do a lot of uh, research and that sounded like the way they say it. But, you know, how I say it and how it actually is meant to sound is two very different things, Steve. <laughs> so that's what, that's what they say when all the, uh, the astronauts... And, and I think that's the word for actual toilet. This is another thing. I wasn't entirely sure whether it's the word for the actual thing that you sit on or squat over or whatever, rather than the, the bathroom. Yeah, so that, we'll need to get uh, someone who speaks Kazakh to, to, to write into us to confirm. Yes, because the, the best above. way to figure out pronunciation <laughs> is for someone to write. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. So that leads us on to, or well, leads us on nicely to the whole topic of toilets in space, I yeah. would hope. I feel like a lot of people have, have know in some way that there are toilets in space and that there have to be toilets in space, but it wasn't always this way. Oh. Um, there's a 
quite a funny story, I guess, about that predates Toilets in Space. So it was 1961, uh, an astronaut called Alan Shepard. I think he was the first American in space. Yes, that, that's right. He. Do you know this story? No, no, no. Go, go okay, on. he was only meant to be in space for like not very long at all. So they uh -huh. they didn't think too much or care too much about giving him a way to go to the toilet. But his <laughs> launch was very delayed. So he was stuck, I think, in the capsule for quite a while. Okay. And he eventually had to go pee. Oh, yeah. So he just wet his spacesuit. Oh, yeah. yeah we, so you just have to do that sometimes. When you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> when you're about to go be launched into space and you have to pee, just be you, in your spacesuit. You suit. cannot, yeah. I think that's, that tests your character. I say that tests your character, but also, I mean, <laughs> also. Tests your yeah, bladder. You, you would, <laughs> also, you have no choice. You can't leave the capsule at that stage and go, I need to go pee. No, I don't think, I don't think like the NASA <laughs> budget committee or whatever would be too happy if they had to spend however many thousands or millions of dollars delaying the launch because you forgot to go it, pee before exactly. you put your spacesuit on. Right. It's just one of those things where it, it takes a certain kind of person to go on that mission to space, right? You have to have a lot of courage. You have to be physically fit. You have to be mentally fit for that. And I don't think it takes a mentally fit person to go, yep, just going to be in my spacesuit. <laughs> Very true. Uh, do you know the story about Yuri Gagarin? No. And, and toilets? <laughs> Is this earlier or later? Uh, earlier. Earlier, because I guess. Gagarin, he was... Oh, yes. He was the first, first human in space. So there is uh, the, 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 the famous story about uh, Yuri Gagarin. Before going into the spaceship, uh, he needed a wee. And so, you know, there weren't any just toilets. There wasn't an outhouse just by the launch pad. So he, he peed on the back wheel of the the vehicle that he was transported to the launch pad in just peed <laughs> on the back wheel and since that that moment it has become tradition for every cosmonaut or astronaut tra traveling from the Baikonur Cosmodrome to pee on the back wheel of the bus or vehicle the right back wheel that is uh, before they go into the shuttle or the rocket that's and for yeah, and how do you think ladies do it? Shiwi? It's not shiwi. I mean, that would be that would be the way to to do it if you wanted to, the to modern uh, way. adopt the adopt the stance. What they do is they they bring a little little uh, a beaker beaker of their urine and they just splash it onto the wheel. So it's pre they pre pee. <laughs> they pre wee yeah. <laughs> they prepare their wee so they can splash it onto the on the wheel uh, to follow the tradition of what Yuri Gagarin did. That is weird. I wonder if Alan Shepard also did that and then also peed in his, his spacesuit as well. Because <laughs> that would have been after, so he would have... But he, wouldn't, uh, he didn't launch from the Baikonur. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, well I mean, well, I wonder if there is a pee tradition from... where. What was it? <laughs> yeah, from Alan Shepard. Everyone has to pee in their spacesuit before they launch. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, gross. Yeah, what a what a trendsetter. <laughs> we've yeah, we've talked a bit. So this is a lot of this is like the lack of toilets in space. But I'm gonna mm -hmm. quickly talk about. I think it might have been the first kind of quote unquote toilet in space. Yeah, um, which was it. a couple years after the incident. The mm -hmm. they realized maybe the astronaut should have some way of being. So they made this kind of little 
plastic container to that you put into the spacesuit that can hold mm. the astronauts pee if they had to pee. Uh, right. So a guy, guy called Gordon Cooper, he had this in his suit. He went into space. He used it. But when he was coming back, uh, he was having issues. The <laughs> the um, the automated reentry system went down, and a bunch of his systems kept going down. And he had to kind of manually re-enter Earth's atmosphere and do all that stuff that was supposed to be automatic on his own. And it was he did a good job, I think, but it wasn't the way it was supposed to happen. And they later found out it's because the urine holder had leaked and oh, ruined oh, all the equipment. Oh. <laughs> Malfunctioned so, by urine. Great! Yeah, so uh, they obviously needed to go back to the drawing board for that one and come up with some better ideas. I just find it so bizarre that they didn't consider the very human bodily function of needing to get rid of waste in, well, a, in a more high-tech way. It just seems bizarre. Yeah, we can go to space, but well, we, we can't invent a higher tech. <laughs> I mean, we can now. The, yeah. uh, since then, space toilets have come a long way. They kind of use suction and all kinds of things. Oh, God. It does, you know what? That's, I've, I've got to say, I used to get, uh, when, I, when I worked at the Science Museum and uh, did some uh, talks and stuff about space, uh, one question I would pose to visitors and also something I would talk about myself is, you know, what is life like in space and, and you know, what things on earth would you miss? And going to the toilet is a very uh, comfortable thing here on earth. And going in uh, a, a rocket to space or living on a space station, those comforts are taken away from you. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, things like, like bathing as well. You can't really, you can't have a shower in space. You just have to, have to wipe yourself down with a towel. And, and, and I don't really want any suction going on down in my nether regions when I'm going on, going to the toilet. But in space, you just have to let that happen. Yeah. And apparently it takes quite a bit of aim as well, because it's a, a small hole for the, oh, so I've seen, for the number twos. Yeah. They, uh, I know that they, uh, here on Earth, they have a, a practice toilet. So. They actually have two. What do you mean? They have two practice toilets? They have two practice toilets. One, one is, they're both the exact same, other than one actually works and one does not. So one is yes. just to practice That's being right. there, but not actually doing it. The other one is literally full dress rehearsal. Oh, of course. Well, it's Und- very important that you I get guess. to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know that the pra- the one that you're not meant to use and, you know, have your waste go into it is the one that has the camera inside. Ooh. Yeah. So the reason is, is that you have to, you want to first get very comfortable with uh, knowing exactly where your cheeks gotta land. Yeah. Right. And so you have a camera inside with a lighting system and a little TV screen in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> which is probably <laughs> a view that many of us haven't had. <laughs> and what it does is it allows you to to see on a screen in front of you um, exactly if your bits are sitting over the right bit over the hole. Makes sense. Yeah. Right. So, so where, to- where, what's the situation in terms of toilets uh, in space now? So they, they've, on that? they've gone, uh, they've gotten a lot better. There's, I think there's different kinds now, but there's, you know, there's the one on the space station, which is kind of what we've just been talking about. Um, they, I know for the Apollo missions, they had ones where they just launched the waste out, out into space, which is kind of funny to think about. <laughs> um, and 
I think a lot of them now, most, most of the time, or maybe not anymore, but they used to. I know at some point they used them to collect the waste as well and study it rather than getting rid of it. Aww. Which is also a bit unusual. So is it people here on Earth then studying it, or is I it assume so. Or they're doing science up on maybe space? they maybe it's it's probably a bit of both. I imagine they do some study on space and then some on Earth to see like what changes in terms of bacteria. And oh, things. so vile. Um. I, oh, I know that. I think they also do something with a vacuum to like get rid of all the bacteria so it doesn't smell. Yeah, that, I suppose they have to filter the air, right? Because that is that what you mean? How? When so they, you... I think they vacuum, like seal it, kind of thing, so that there's no oxygen, and then the bacteria all die. I guess I don't know. I didn't look that closely into it. <laughs> oh, in in terms of when you're when you're doing uh, solid waste, yeah, that, the, yeah, yeah, all the all the air is taken out, definitely. Yeah, it's all compressed, all solid waste compressed, uh, and all of that, yeah, involves some sort of airflow to make sure that everything is going one way because of course uh, you know the whole weight is missing <laughs> in uh, and do <laughs> space not hit you're... the reverse button oh yeah <laughs> oh, <vile. laughs> yeah so there's the whole sitting over the very small hole if you're if you need to do some solid waste and that then that airflow allows all the the smells and uh, solid waste to to get funneled to the to where it needs to go one way and then if you're if you're going for a number one, you have to uh, essentially pee into a hose pipe, which also has a similar uh, airflow running through it. So it's a bit, a bit suctiony. But obviously, you don't want any uh, droplets of pee floating around because we, we don't want a repeat of your story of how uh, the, the uh, automatic functions fail due to droplets of urine. So, yeah, would you go to space and use the toilets? Well, okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> would you would you be comfortable using the toilets in space, Steve? Comfortable? I mean, yeah. I don't know if if I'm if I'm using them because I'm in space, then yeah, that'd be. I suppose you have no choice. Trade off, right? I guess. But if I had to use them on Earth, I'd probably <laughs> pass. I'd rather just yeah. do it in my garden. <laughs> fun, fun. <laughs> I, I, it's it's really enough to put me off going to space. The fact that I can't bathe and go to the toilet properly so i'll just watch other people go to space i'm quite happy with that yeah i don't think i'm going to space anytime soon anyways but i've cleared my calendar just in case (laughs) okay steve i'm gonna bring this back to earth that's enough time in space now great back to the normal toilets of earth yeah definitely when i think of space on earth uh in relation to toilets I think about the times where I've been in a very tiny, tiny, tiny cubicle where you've opened the door, the door opens inwards, you know, towards the toilet, and then you shimmy yourself into the toilet cubicle, and then you can barely shut the door. Have you ever had that? Oh, yeah, and God forbid you have, like, a bag or... Oh, yeah, then you're just wedged in there. (laughs) Yeah, you'd think that some people would, would think these things through right uh and i know that there are some guidelines you need to say you know we recommend that there's this much of a turning circle in your cubicle but you know these things aren't law i don't think they're just recommendations but uh on the flip side of that i found what is considered in law in l-o-r-e law the the world's largest public toilet where you have ample space and well 
so much space. So is this is this the world's largest public toilet, like cubicle, or is it? The well, this is the thing. So this that was a very terrible segue from my last point. It's not the the world's most giant cubicle because that's something else I should definitely research. But no, this is the, this is just something that came up and something I'd actually seen previously, uh, not with my own eyes, but something that had just come across on my radar about a toilet, a public toilet that has over uh, allegedly over one thousand urinals and toilets in one place wow where yeah. is it oh do you want to have a guess <laughs> hmm somewhere on earth yep <laughs> and it's a public toilet accessible public to toilet. okay don't, don't, i'll give you some clues it's part of an amusement park disneyland nope the amusement park's name is called <laughs> foreigner street foreigner street <laughs> yeah where is this <laughs> It's in the Eastern Hemisphere. Okay. <laughs> Japan? <laughs> Close. China? It's in China. Yeah. It's in uh, Southwest China in a city called uh, Chongqing. And the, yeah, as I said, the amusement park is called Foreigner Street. And the attraction, the name of it, which is, you know, on the signs, you know, that you get in amusement parks, you know, water log flume this way um, mm. roller coasters this way <laughs> this this feature is called the best toilet <laughs> <laughs> and you go there and it's just a maze of toilets so just almost lots of different corridors different levels you know going up several you know different floors open air toilets so cubicles and urinals and such without any ceiling so it's all you know out open to the elements and yes allegedly over 1000 wow. and, and different areas allegedly so has no one counted well them. this is a thing i don't know i don't know i would like to i would like to have an exact number because you know if someone had said there's 1003 or something like that then i would get a, i would probably believe it but when they just say over a thousand it just seems a bit wishy-washy you know are there pictures there are so I've I've seen some YouTube videos. I've seen some uh, seen some photos online, and and on that I found that some of the urinals are in you know uh, amusing uh, shapes. So you've got big flowers, you know, you just these giant sort of um, deep set flowers, so that you've got you know. It's like a reverse clown facing. flower. Instead uh, of uh, squirting you, you squirt the flower. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh God, you don't want to toilet flower squirting you with anything <laughs> no thanks no uh i saw i think it was a triceratops head that's you just sweet into its mouth i know i'm not sure it's it triceratops. I, yeah it's well <laughs> then just pee on its head you pee in its mouth i mean there have been some i i know that there are urinals not that i've used them but uh i've definitely seen loads and loads of pictures especially on instagram where people will snap uh, interesting toilets uh you know you've got all sorts of strange things if you've got brass instruments that i've seen uh you know you're just peeing into the the bell of a, a trumpet or whatever or mm. what i don't like is you know what looks like lips that that's always a bit weird yeah those are a bit yeah funky. but yeah i'm not sure i think there probably are lips and and uh, trombones and whatnot tubers but yeah i saw flowers and triceratop heads cool in, in i like photos. that <laughs> i like yeah. that a lot I saw that the elephant, the the one of the faucets. To wash your hands. Uh, was an elephant head, and the, the water comes out the trunk. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so I think it seems like a, a very good place to to use the toilet. 
if you're ever there. <laughs> People don't even go on the rides. Everyone's just too busy trying out the 1,000 different yeah, birds. Yeah, exactly. Just bring lots of water so that you can, you know, really go for it. Sounds fun. But moving back into space, the space around Earth and beyond, I was curious as to whether anyone had... So remember how Elon Musk launched his car into space a couple of years ago? Oh, yeah. So I was curious whether anyone had done something similar with a toilet. <laughs> I so really I, hope the answer is yes. Well, the answer is sort of. There, <laughs> as far as I can find, I mean, apart from like toilets that have been launched into space with to go into the International Space Station, like for astronaut use or cosmonaut use, mm-hmm. basically. The only thing I could really find is, and it's a bit tenuous, but it works, is at one point, I think in 2004 or 2005 or something, um, someone beamed out a bunch of Craigslist ads. Okay. And presumably in some of those ads, so that they beam them out for in case, you know, aliens see it and they want to see what we're selling. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, I, but presumably in some of those ads are, are bathrooms and houses or even toilets, just toilets themselves, which means if an alien civilization ever sees it, they will be able to see an ad for a toilet and um, depending on how their finances are potentially buy one off Craigslist. Many questions come up, come into my head on this. I don't have any. It makes well, perfect sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. <clears throat> I'm, I'm not denying it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It's just, it's just the whole timing thing. So say if I put up my uh, bathroom for sale at that time and I beamed it into space, at what point would the alien receive that list that they're listing and then how long would it take for them to beam it back and say oh i want to make this purchase that entirely depends on where the alien is if they're on yeah. mars pretty quick oh i mean there, were... there's a good chance they're not on mars though right yeah there's a pretty good chance they're yeah a, a little further away yeah so, so we're, we're assuming are we are we assuming like uh days weeks months years at this point i'm not very good with my uh my light travel if they are in a different solar system i think that it might be impossible i think the the item would probably be sold by the time they did it oh i feel really bad for the aliens then because they're just getting old 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 news you know It's, it's as if someone was trying to contact me from many many light years away uh and they were trying to tell me some really important news and it turns out that they did this in uh, 1886 i found the answer i found the answer it's not it's it's bad but it's not it's not the worst so it's the closest solar system which is proxima centauri it would take about it's about 4.22 light years away which means it would take about 4.22 years to to communicate with them to send like a message all oh, right and then it'll take that much and that much to, to get back to so get back. be about nine years okay so so long as you've got a lot of patience and you really don't mind your bathroom so much and you can you can wait around nine or ten years then i think you're good to go yeah yeah i mean i don't want to think about the shipping costs but that's a whole different thing uh well tell you what it can maybe in that time of anticipating that you're going to sell your toilet to an alien uh i'd you know just start working on a rocket just you know we've got the technology just start you know going to the scrapyard buying you know just finding some bits 
Well, let's do two things for that. One is, I don't know that we do have the technology to make a rocket that can go to the next solar system over. And the other thing is... How about is, we meet halfway? You know when you <laughs> just have... So you, you just... Well, what you'd have to do is you have to... Oh, man, it's just so many timing issues, isn't it? Yeah, and traveling... Like say that. We can't travel at light speed, so... Um, the, the thing I've just found on Google says it would take about 73,000 years to get there. Uh, oh, you know what? It's just not worth it. So yeah. I think they should, someone, that person should just beam out the message now to say, I'm, I'm really sorry to all alien life out there. These Craigslist listings are, are unfortunately, are, they're, they're just not going to be sorry. For the time being. What, we could yeah. advance. So if, we learn, yeah, if we've learned anything, it's don't sell your toilet to an alien. Okay. I think that's a good lesson. That's a really good lesson for this show. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. could benefit from that. Definitely. One final thing I thought I'd mention before we go, and this is very unusually timely, is uh, on June 25th, NASA actually announced a contest, June 25th of this year, a contest to design a toilet for them. <gasps> yeah, and the prize is 35000 bucks. Oh my gosh. So do they just want a picture? Because I can do that. Uh, I think they maybe want a little bit more. It, it does say, <laughs> even under the award section, it says technical, 35000 Oh, and total prizes, so maybe you could split it. But uh, okay. I think it's, it's give me a, Give me some specifications. What do I need? What do our listeners need to... So the main thing that this toilet needs to be able to do, it's, it's called the NASA's Lunar Loo Challenge. Lunar Loo! The Lunar Loo. And the main thing it needs to be able to do is to work in both microgravity and lunar gravity. So it needs to be able to work in space with basically no gravity. Yeah. And also with the gravity of the moon so that astronauts can use it while they're on the moon. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay, 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 cool. Uh-huh. So I might just, the ideas are just flying off in my head. All right, what do you got so... for NASA? What's going to win us the prize? We'll even share it with our listeners. I'm just so thinking about the decor because, you know, you just want to feel comfortable. I think, as, as I mentioned before, you know, we've got some lovely home comforts here on Earth. Uh, and so I would love to be able to replicate that on the moon. So you're going to try and set yourself apart from all these techno gizmo babbles by making your toilet a nice environment to go in. Of course, yeah. I want good smells. I want good um, ambiance. I don't want to float away. So, you know, you have to, you have to think about some technicalities. Example, you know, the whole foot straps, uh, thigh straps and all of that, which they, which they already have on the uh, ISS. But they so, could you know, be they decorative on this one. They could, of course, yeah. They could or even be really custom. Lush. Kind of BYO Ooh. straps. Everyone has their own yeah. straps. There has to be a mirror, of course, you know, and, and soap. And really nice smelling soap. Yes. What what yep. would be the top smell for lunar astronauts? Oh, I'm trying to think of something punny. I, I'm not very good. Cheese. At this, <laughs> 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 no. The top, the top prize, all $35,000, goes to Shivani for her invention of cheese soap. Oh, it's actually making me cringe. <laughs> oh, uh, no, no, I, I don't, I, oh, 
I, I like the, the the punniness of it, but I couldn't I couldn't deal with cheese soap. Do you think cheese soap exists here on Earth? Someone almost certainly made they it. have they have. I mean, I'm pretty sure KFC has come up with a soap, and oh. there's various there's all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Oh gosh, there's definitely cheese soap. Well, you know, I'm not going to have cheese soap in my moon bathroom. My All right. Yeah. So, uh, but you know what? I'm going to have a little think about it and, and maybe report back on what my design idea is. Yeah. Well, you have till August, I think, 17th to do that. Lovely. So All right, I know what I'm doing for the next couple of months. <laughs> yeah, August 17th. And you can only answer once, so you've got to make it good. Okay. Brilliant. Are you going to submit a loo? No, I don't want to waste Nurse's time. <laughs> Oh man, I'd love to waste their time. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, have you got anything else to add on That's all my space? space. That's all my space toilet stuff. I got no more space toilet stuff. All right, me too. I'm I'm done. I'm Great. done. No more. Well, I think that's all for this week's episode. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.